What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Two Player Co-op Podcast, Episode Four. A I'm new one, hope. A new hope. Wow, you caught me off guard with that. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Kevin, sitting here with my brother Sean. How we doing? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Uh, not bad. Uh, recording this uh, Sunday night, January 10th. I uh, just got back from uh, Memphis Grizzlies game. Shout out to the Grizzlies. Uh, nice comeback victory over the Celtics. Yeah, if you didn't know that, we were based in uh, right, right outside Memphis, Tennessee. Yep. Uh, yeah, so great game. Um, had to stop in and get a nice frozen beverage on Beale Street, even though it's about 20 degrees out. Uh, couldn't pass that up. Yeah, the funny thing to me is how everybody was just complaining when it was like 70 degrees on Christmas. Like, oh, this doesn't feel like Christmas and blah, blah, blah. Well, now it feels like December, and uh, yeah, it... Uh, I'm ready to get back to the 60s and the 70s, and I think all those people that were complaining about it are now saying it's too cold, which is just funny to me. But I digress. Especially uh, us being from upstate New York and now being in right. the Mid-South and thinking that mid-20s is all of a sudden super-duper cold. And yeah, we uh, thinks it's not that bad. But but we moved down here to get away from this crap. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, there was actually snow last night. I don't know if you... Saw that, or where you guys were at. There, were, We didn't get any out here, but I saw downtown. and No, we drove. We were looking at the radar as we're driving, and according to the radar, we're driving right through snow, but it yeah. was nothing but rain. So that was a bunch of yeah. That was bogus, I think. I spent my day uh, de-Griswolding the, uh, the outside. Mm. Um, I'm not that guy who keeps his Christmas lights on until, you know, February, but... Um, I wanted to do this last week, and I think it was raining or something. We just didn't get it taken down. Uh, no uh, near catastrophes, almost broken windows. No, I didn't. Yeah. So to go off on a tangent here, um, when I was putting up the Christmas lights, I almost put a huge ladder um, through the big window in my in my bedroom. Um, so try to picture this. Uh, I was using an extension ladder instead of a step ladder. And I had the, – the ladder wasn't fully extended. I had it up against the facade of the house, or so I thought. And I went to get up there to put the uh, icicles up on the uh, – what's it called? On the gutter. And took a couple steps up. Everything was fine. The, the main problem was the bottom of the ladder was in the mulch. It was not on any kind of solid ground. So I got halfway up. And as I got halfway up, the ladder slipped and it went full force it swung forward into this big window we have probably a four by four window i would say something like that i jumped off it backwards landed on my feet somehow because i'm a ninja and it, i i just stood i just stood there looking at the window waiting for it to just explode and absolutely nothing happened i, I don't know how um but that was incredibly that was one of the scariest things that ever happened to me not because i could have got hurt or something but just i, I yeah it would have been horrible and my wife would have wanted to kill me. Shout out to Jess. Um, but yeah, no, uh, no major incidents this time. It was just too darn cold to get up there on the ladder and pull down the icicles this time. So I just did the stuff in the yard and I said, I'll, I'll do that when it's not 15 degrees out there. So you're not fully done, <clears throat> not fully done, okay. uh, but none of the lights are on. Uh, I'm glad we were not in Minnesota today. Uh, Whew. again, we're recording this on Sunday. That, uh, my gosh, that, that saddle, Saddle. The Seattle Vikings game was just absolutely ridiculous. Negative two degrees. I, I there's just negative no way. Negative twenty wind chill. Yeah, there's no way. Um, 
And not to get off on another tangent, I don't know anybody who's listening to this if you guys are big sports fans or not, but did you see the end of the Bengals game last night? Uh, I did. That was, was the most dumb Bush League, yeah. dirty, dumb. Just, I, I hate the Steelers. I've never liked them. I can't stand Roethlisberger. And I wanted Cincinnati to win that game, but my God, they, there's no way they deserve to win that game. No. That was pathetic and ridiculous. And they, they said today Marvin Lewis is keeping his job. Mm-hmm. I thought they kind of would have fired him. Uh, when you just lose control of your team like that, somebody's got to pay. But he's keeping his job. Um, he's 0-7 in the playoffs on top of that, so I don't really understand why. But it is what it is. So, <sighs> what, what, what are we drinking today? What what I make for you, Sean? Uh, got a nice uh, Woodford Reserve uh, old-fashioned here. And I must say, very tasty. Very yeah. well done. Good. Uh, old-fashioned... Thank you, Colin Moriarty, Colin Moriarty um, among other things that kind of fun he's introduced me to. They introduced me to the old-fashioned. Uh, and, and everybody, I think, they make them they, they make a little bit differently. Some people make them so fruity. Some of these restaurants and bars I go to, they're just almost undrinkable. Uh, but the way I do mine, if anybody's wondering, I take, uh, what is it, two shots of bourbon, so four ounces. A uh, little bit of simple syrup, which I make myself. Don't ever buy simple syrup. It is, it is the biggest waste of money it's you can do. It's the easiest thing to make. You just do a, a cup of water, a cup of sugar, boil it till it's all dissolved, and there you go. You're done. Uh, so I do, yeah, four ounces bourbon, about a half ounce of simple syrup. You might want to do a little bit more, a little bit less, depending on how sweet you want it or how much you want to taste the bourbon. I do about, uh, what is it, I'd say six dashes of orange bitters. And then I use an orange wedge. Some people like to use lemon wedges. Um, or just a lemon peel. It's it's different mm-hmm. for everybody, but that's how I make mine, and I think I do a fantastic job. Yeah, I prefer it with the orange, I think. So, All right, man. Uh, so what have you been playing lately? I think you finished a game, from what uh, I remember. I finished God of War 3. Um, what did you think about the ending? I, I liked it. Um, it doesn't seem to be as obvious where they go from here for god of war 4 like god of war 2 you knew right off right. the bat right how god of war 3 was going to pick up really same with god of war 1 going into 2 this one um i, I don't really know i'm sure god of war 4 is coming i don't know if it's gonna so, be some kind of prequel or if they just keep the story going but so I'm, the, I'm curious to see where they go with that oops i don't want you to say that so the rumors are that I think it was Corey Barlog, uh, who's one of the guys who's worked on God of War for a while, let slip something about God of War 4 last year at the PSX event. And that's why I was so disappointed. I wasn't completely disappointed in the PSX keynote. I know we weren't doing podcasts at that time. But I was disappointed in the event. It just seemed like it ended out of nowhere. Um, Seems like there was something big that... They, they didn't include, which now I think we can all safely assume is they thought the deal with Kojima was going to be done ahead of time in those last 15 minutes. Uh, you know, usually they go for about two hours. This was 145, and it just stopped out of nowhere, ending on a stupid MOBA game that nobody cares about. I'm pretty sure the conference was going to end with Kojima. However, what I was hoping for going into it before we had any idea that Kojima was going to be working with Sony was God of War 4 finally getting announced. And not to, you know... Spoiler alert, I think we're going to do an E3 prediction show. One of my predictions is God of War 4 finally gets revealed. Um, But, so, yeah, they are working on God of War 4, but that is all we know. 
We don't know when it's coming out. We don't know anything about it. One of the rumors is that they're going to go from Greek mythology to Norse mythology, which I know yeah. nothing about, and it does mm-hmm. not seem as interesting to me. It doesn't appeal to me as much. Yeah. But... And I'm guessing it would not be Kratos also, because I don't know why he would go from killing all the Greek gods to the Norse gods, but... Odin? He's Norse, right? Odin? Odin? He's the guy on the horse, I think. I don't know. I don't know Norse too much. I, I don't know. Um, I just know that they... You know, the whole point of God of War 3, I thought, was to tie up the series. And then, spoiler alert, if you haven't played this, it's five years old. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, Kratos impales himself. Credits roll, but then if the credits are done, you 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 know you fade back to where he was, and he's, there's just a pool of blood there, and you see, oh wait, it's leading somewhere, and you follow it, you follow it, you follow it, and it goes right to the cliff, and you don't see Kratos, and fade to black. That's it, done. Right. So, <clears throat> I mean, he's come out of Hades so many times now that I don't think he's really alive or dead, anyways. But uh, <laughs> who is there left for him to fight? That's the only thing I don't know. Um, I mean, he's they killed all the guys. Where unless it's Athena, maybe Athena. But yeah, she's not too. Uh, but she was really she's like not too imposing. No, but and and she was really, you know, she was supposed to be helping you along, quote unquote. When really she just wanted the power from Pandora for herself. I guess the power of hope. She didn't want it released. And, and well, what did you think about the ending? Let's let's talk about that. I don't. I mean, it would make sense that maybe that kind of closes the book on that god of war story i like i said i don't know where you go from there they basically left it with oh the the gods were they just went all crazy and stuff from when you opened pandora's box they're not really bad kratos kind of did that opening pandora's box and they right. kind of just he brought it on himself right it overtook all Ares, the gods yeah. and and then everything in two and three unfolded from there and then you find out, okay, they weren't really bad. They they couldn't help it and whatever. So, honestly, I think that kind of ties everything up pretty nicely. Maybe they yeah. do. Maybe they do. Brand, even though I don't think it makes sense for Kratos to now start going after, you know, being in Norse mythology. Yeah. But and to me, it seems like the Greek aspect of it is kind of done. And I always loved Greek mythology and all that. That's one of the reasons I love these games so much. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I and the thing is, you talk about a prequel. They've now done one, two. They've now done three prequels. Also, yeah. they did Chains of Olympus. They did Ghost of Sparta, which was awesome. And I said that last time. And then they did God of War Ascension, which a lot of people didn't like. Uh, but I'll probably go back and play it again at some point just to try and get a, another God of War Platinum. Uh, I, I just don't know where they can go. But I absolutely love the series. I've loved every game in it. I, I, I do think three is the best. Two's right behind it, and then I'd probably I might put Ghost of Sparta over one. And then Chains of Olympus down there, and Ascension is somewhere in there. I think it's fine. Hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad you finished it. You, you think you're going to go for the Platinum? <laughs> uh, that was my original thought. I mentioned that uh, on last week's podcast. Um, I started playing through the Challenge of Olympus, and... Uh, I've already given up hope. It's impossible. <laughs> there's already... It's not. There's, what, seven or eight of them? I think I've beaten two or three of them. Yeah. I've tried them all, and all the ones I haven't beaten yet, to me, seem impossible. Well... Maybe someday I'll get back into it, but... So here's... The, the one good thing I'll tell you is, with God of War 1, 2 changed this, and I because I got the Platinum on 2 also, but on God of War 1, you had to do that all in one sitting. You couldn't yeah. save. 
you could, like I can't imagine I would want to, I would pull every hair on my head out trying to do those things in one sitting I just could not do it so that's why I've never gone back and I, God of War I think the only other trophies I've got to get is beat the game in under five hours which you can do if you I don't if you're careful yeah and then beating the challenge of Olympus or whatever it is and I just can't there's there's I can't do that in one sitting no. there's no way maybe if I took the day off from work and I had eight hours to try and do it but again I'd probably want to pull my hair out right so. I'm glad you got through it. Uh, I what have I been playing? I still haven't gone back to Final Fantasy. I'm sorry. Uh, I played some Mario Maker last night. I guess I didn't realize there was only a set number of uh, what's it called? The uh, eight Mario ten. What what is it? Not the, the ten Mario challenge. ten Mario challenge. I beat the last version of that, which I didn't. I didn't realize that you know it ended, but that unlocked the uh, Nintendo World Championship courses. Those are ridiculous, um, to say the least. So, it was fun. I actually, I also pulled up, I've been wanting to get back into this game for a while. It was a PlayStation Plus game I got for free. I don't remember when it was, at least a year ago. Dust in Elysian Tale. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Never heard of it. It's a really good independent game. It's a Metroidvania-style game. You play as like a, I know this is going to sound weird. You play as like a like a samurai cat or something. He plays it like a cat, and he's got his the head down here. Like, picture Raiden's hat on a cat. Not Raiden, Raiden I should combat. say. Yes. Yeah. His hat on a cat who's got a really cool sword, and it's Metroidvania with some RPG elements. And I looked at my time played. I've only played about three hours, but I'm about, I think, 20% through the game, and it's a lot of fun. It's beautiful the way the, the, the graphics, all these hand-drawn... Um, animations and everything are beautiful so I, I still want to get back and beat that at some point so I, I played that a little bit um, you know when you said uh, samurai cat <laughs> I don't know about the samurai part but the cat part made me think do you remember I think I was more into this game than you an NES game Bubsy? nope Okay. Um, Tiny Toons nope. it was awesome that by was the way. awesome though um, I want to say it was called Rockin' Cats I don't think so. We didn't own it, but we rented it multiple times. Rockin' Cats? Rockin' Cats. I'm going to look it up real quick. But for whatever reason, I feel like when I think about that game, I picture us playing it down in Texas while we were down there on a summer vacation. Hmm. And I don't know, did we rent video games while we were down there? We must have once. I'm sure we did at some point. Rockin' Cats, K-A-T-S. Let me see it. If any of you are listening to this and you've ever heard of Rockin' Cats, uh, tweet us yeah. at two-player two underscore co-op. Oh, I remember the blue cat. Yeah. Let me see the logo. Yeah. Atlas. I kind of remember that. I don't know that I remember anything other than the blue cat. In my head, this is a great game, and I don't know why, because this day well, I don't really remember a whole powerful. lot about it. it. That could be, but... Oh, yeah. And you're on the plane, and you're fighting this dog. Okay, I remember the red plane. Yeah, That's interesting. What was I saying? Oh, the cat. Yeah. Samurai cat. So, Dust and Elysian Tales is really fun. If you ever get a chance, download that. It's probably 10 bucks or something on PlayStation Store if you didn't get it for free last year. And it's going to surprise you. I played some more Metal Gear Solid Five. That's not the surprising part. The surprising part is I think I'm burned out on it right now. Have you beaten all the missions? I haven't beaten all the missions, but... I've been going through and trying to do all the side ops. I've got everything done except two more tank missions, and I'm just I'm to the point where they just are annoying the hell out of me because it's the same thing over and over again. There were and some. I want to say it was the 
the puppets maybe there's a few of the sets that went all the way to about 20 of them yeah oh like the hot the uh the prisoner extraction and all them and by the time well i hate I anything like in okb zero i'm like i just, well, I yeah, just quit this is horrible yeah some of those sets of 20 prisoner well, extractions or yeah heavy armored vehicles yeah the armored that. personnel they just, all that. yeah they yeah. started getting old so i've got two of those and I thought, I'm like, I'm going to at least get the trophy for getting all the side ops done. I'll get that. I'll do all the missions. I'll get that trophy. I'm probably never going to S-rank everything and get Raiden's outfit, you know, Cyborg Raiden um, and all that stuff. But then I am said, well, besides the two tank missions, what I've got is the, oh gosh, what's it called? Target practice. Have you tried any of those on Mother Base? I've beaten them all. There was one... I, I can tell you which one it was now. I had to look up there's a one YouTube on, video. There's one, I think it's the R&D platform, that when you Google it, everybody's like, this is impossible. Yeah, just, I couldn't even find, let yeah. alone in the time limit, I couldn't find maybe 10 of the targets. And I had to YouTube it and just right. play just it for a little bit, it, pause yeah. it, go do what they just did, then pause Yeah, it was horrible, but I, I, I just did, all the side-ups. I just did the one on the command platform. And maybe it's because I was just tired, and I was like, I just, I don't think I've got the energy to do this, so I think I'm just going to put Metal Gear away for a while now and let it let wow. it sit, you know. Uh, the good thing about that, though, is there's some good games coming out this year, mm. and that would have been a great segue if we were to that, that point been, of, the, not ready for that of the podcast, but um, we'll, we'll save that one for later, so. All right, let's get to what we consider the most important news items of the week. This is brought to you by the uh, the pool house here at the at the White family residence. First one, so Oculus Rift, we finally got a price, and I gotta say this just this threw me for a loop. If you follow us on Twitter, you saw us tweeting about it. Uh, Five hundred and ninety nine dollars for the Oculus Rift. It's a lot of money. What's really crazy about that though is oh, what's his name? Palmer Lucky, which is a hilarious name. I don't, that can't be his real name. The guy who's the founder of Oculus Rift. A while ago, when he's asked about pricing, he said mm, it'll be approximately three hundred fifty dollars. No, it's five hundred ninety nine dollars. That's almost double what you said. Uh, not only that, they are say they are selling uh, what's it called uh, a bundle with a PC for fourteen ninety nine with the Rift. I don't know what the specs are on that PC. Well, starting at fourteen ninety nine, I should right. say. So that'll be the bare minimum just to get the thing running. If you actually want to play some some heavy duty graphics that that are just killing your processor, you're going to spend a lot more than that. So five ninety nine just for the Rift. You want a really good PC to run this stuff. Honestly, it's probably going to cost you about two thousand dollars. You're talking twenty six hundred dollars for VR. I think eventually VR is really going to take off. I'm really interested to see now. It's funny that I, I think this is why. Sony's been holding off forever on saying what the price of PlayStation VR is. They said, "No, let's let's just let Oculus Rift jump first. Let's let Facebook and you know." I almost thought it was going to be a lower price just because Facebook owns them, and they can they've got unlimited money basically at this point, so they could take a loss just to get it in people's homes. But I don't know. Five hundred ninety nine dollars to me is just way way too much. Well, what this may be leading to, I'm I'm kind of hoping is, um. Going back to help me out here, probably ninety five ish. Um, Sony has a press conference, and they just do a they 
come out, give a quick, you know, yep, three hundred ninety nine or something. Two ninety nine. Mike so, drop, walk so, off the stage. Yes, and, Saturn came out or Sega came out and said, you know, Saturn's available today, and it's three hundred ninety nine dollars. I'm like, holy cow! I don't know what that translates to now. I've always seen those, you know, what, what five consoles cost today. Um, and then Sony comes out at E three to do their own pr- uh, press conference. And I, I don't remember who it was. I'm not going to try to to pretend like I do. But he comes out and he just says, $299. And he walks off the stage. Mic drop. Yeah. Uh, and Saturn was dead from then on. Yep. And we'll we'll probably talk about that when we talk about our history as being Sega kids. But that's for another day. I don't really know if there's anything else to say about that. Um, you know, if you're – if heck, if you're listening to this and you've actually pre-ordered an Oculus Rift, please tweet at us, at 2player underscore co-op. Um, really like to hear what you think about it. Um, if you're excited, if you thought 599 was too much, if you know any of your thoughts, let us know. <clears throat> Next item. This doesn't mean a lot to me. Well, there's part of it that does, and we'll get into that. But Assassin's Creed per Kotaku, uh, Jason Jason Schreier at Kotaku, who's awesome, great journalist. He breaks a lot of stories, and he's made a lot of people in the industry mad. Uh, he's been blacklisted from certain companies because he's leaked stuff, and he's done a great job. But that, that's what he's there to do. Uh, says that Assassin's Creed is skipping 2016. And the next one, Assassin's Creed Empire, at least that's the, the code word for it right now, will be out next year, and it'll be set in ancient Egypt. Um, sounds really cool. I don't know. I've, I've never really hardly even played an, an Assassin's Creed game. Um, it's funny because I really thought what they were working towards was getting up to present day. Yeah, haven't they been constantly moving forward yes. through time? Okay, that's and now they're going back, like, way, way back, way back. So <clears throat> I think that's interesting. But what I will say is I think it's a good thing because I don't like annualizing video games. I understand it was sports games because, well, I guess really I don't understand that either. It's no. just that's what we do because that's what rosters. we do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think at some point sports games will become platforms, or they should. But heck, when people like me keep paying sixty bucks every year for Madden, they have no reason to just do a free to play and you just say, "Okay, I, I want the newest Giants roster," you know, for twenty bucks for this season, and then whatever it is. If you want to play as the Bills, it's another twenty bucks or whatever. Um, I think it's definitely good. I know last year's game, Assassin's Creed Unity, was just a complete cluster to say the least. You had all these horrible bugs. I make fun of Fallout and all this stuff for, for the Bethesda bugs and all this stuff, but Assassin's Creed Unity had people who didn't even have faces. You just had eyes and teeth sitting there talking to you in cutscenes and stuff. I mean, it was horrible, and they patched, and they patched, and they patched, and it still had issues. Now, apparently this year's Assassin's Creed <clears throat> fixed a lot of that, and it was a really good game, but I think they were they were swimming upstream with what happened last year, and nobody really cared, not to mention that you know, right before it was was Metal Gear, and then Halo came out, and then Fallout came out, and Star Wars Battlefront. So I mean, they they and Call of Duty, of course, they got lost in the shuffle. But I don't know. What, what do you think, Sean? Does Ancient Egypt sound intriguing at all? I don't. I I guess in general it does. Um, I've also never really played any of the games. I feel like I'd probably like them. I've just I've never played them. Um, it does seem kind of strange to me. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't even realize to this point that they were coming out on a yearly basis. Um, I think it's stranger that they just decided to 
go ahead and stop what they were doing by constantly moving forward through time and then right not you know hard reset and going way 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 back yep. uh that seems kind of strange to me but it, it seems like a pretty fun setting for the game i'm certainly have nothing against that but it seems like a, a strange move for them but i guess eventually if you keep moving forward you eventually <clears throat> run out you end up in present day and then where do you go from there do you go to the future i don't know so maybe this is just a strategic move on their part to give them more options to do for you know games coming out later in the series i don't know strategery uh the other good part about this the, the part that i actually care about is at the very end of the article they said oh by the way what we think is happening and this is going to kill one of my e3 predictions but that's fine uh watchdogs 2 this fall in its place hmm. watchdogs 2 taking place in san francisco watchdogs i'm guessing i don't think you've played it no I was so, like a lot of people, over the moon hyped for this game because I, when they first showed the first trailer at E3, 2011, 2012, don't get me lying, I don't remember. Um, this was mind-blowing. And the the hacking mechanics, the way the graphics looked, all this other stuff, it was amazing. And then they kept dragging it out forever and ever, and it was supposed to basically be a launch title for the PS4 and the Xbox One. And that got pushed back. When the game finally came out, it looked nothing like that first trailer or second trailer. I mean, it looked... The the problem, again, what, and this was the problem with a lot of um, early games for the PS4 and the Xbox One, is they still came out on the, the 3 and the 360. So you kind of had to straddle the line. You couldn't do anything super crazy technological, technologically speaking. Yeah, Right, they're essentially... Still designing it to run on the, the previous generation. You're still going to lowest common denominator, which was the right. PS3 and the 360. So, so all you're really ending up with on the the four and the the one got, is a remaster. Exactly, you got a remastered yeah. version at the same time, and it wasn't remastered that much. Now, I still I really liked Watch Dogs. It was not as good as I thought it was going to be. I'd still give it. I probably if I was doing a number ranking, I'd give it an eight out of ten. Uh, it got repetitive pretty quickly. A lot of people had a problem with Aiden Pierce, the, the main character. They didn't think he was very relatable or you didn't really care what happened to him and all that stuff. But I really like the game. I didn't. There's a lot of stuff they need to fix, and Ubisoft has said they know there's stuff they need to fix. I think it's crazy that you can't shoot while driving. I understand you want the hacking and all that stuff, but when I'm getting chased by three or four cops and if my battery on my cell phone dies and I can't change the traffic lights or put up these barriers and stuff... I need to shoot back <laughs> to survive, you know? One, one of the other funny things about Watch Dogs is you could get what was essentially a five-star wanted level in GTA in Watch Dogs, and you know how you could escape easily every single time? Just go into your apartment or something? You, you just you find water and get in a boat and go, yeah. and mm-hmm. they would not follow you. Hmm. And yeah, you got away. You got away every single time. Just just go out in the boat. They'll obviously they'll fix that next time. And I'm surprised they didn't patch that to fix it. But it is what it is. I really hope that was going to be my prediction. Anyways, again, I guess I've given away two of my <laughs> predictions for E3. But forget that. By the time you listen to our prediction show, like four months from now, five months from now, I, what I'm hoping they do because they've been like dead silent on Watch Dogs too. Is they announce it at E3 and they say it's coming out November whatever. Boom. I wish more video game companies, and I'm not the, the only one that said this, almost everybody in the industry has said that, not, not that I'm in the industry at all, that was funny to say, but 
like announce a game at E3 and say it's coming out this fall, like they did with Fallout 4 this year. Don't be like the original Watchdogs. Don't be like, as much as I love it, Metal Gear Solid 5, where it debuts in December 2012 and doesn't come out until September 2015. Like, it's excruciating if you're a fan of the game waiting that long. It it builds up hype to just a ridiculous level that it'll never meet. I, I don't care about Fallout. I never have. Uh, I, I will not play Fallout 4. It just doesn't appeal to me. But I love the way Bethesda did it, as they came out at E3, and mostly everybody knew when they were having their own press conference that they were going to announce Fallout 4. They announced it. They said it's coming in the fall, and it came out in the fall, and there it is. I wish more game companies would do that. I think that's what's going to happen with Watch Dogs. If it doesn't get leaked before then, I think they're going to announce it at E3, and they're going to say it's out this fall. Hmm. If that's true... I'm, you heard it here first. Yeah. Or not at all, but you might have. If yeah, if you heard it here first, <laughs> then tweet us and and let us know. All right. So the next news item, uh, this is important to me and and Sean because we're we're kind of fanboys and everything. But the uh, Sony announced the lifetime sales so far for the PS4, and they are blowing it out of the freaking water, just killing it. Thirty six million it's over 36 now i think what they said officially was 35.9 million but that was as of january 4th or something like that so if they would have waited one day they'd be able to say 36 million but 36 million sold in just over two years is insane i don't think any video game console has ever sold like this outside of the wii um the playstation 2 sold a ridiculous amount but i think playstation 4 is neck and neck if not above what it was trending at this time. PlayStation 2 was a great machine. It was a great video game console, but it also sold so many because it was a DVD player. And it's funny to even say that now, but at, back in the time, back in the day in 2001, that was a huge deal. Right. So a lot of people wanted PlayStation 2 because it played awesome games and it was a freaking DVD player. PlayStation 4 has already passed lifetime sales for the N64. N64 came out in 96, sold 32, just under 33 million units. The Genesis came out in 89. That's up next on the list. They had 38 million sold. Wow. They might have already they might have already passed that. Probably not. It's only been a week. But so after that, you've got the Super Nintendo's at 49 million. It'll pass that by the end of the year. 3DS, I don't really count that because it's a it's a portable. Uh, the Nintendo is the next big one on the horizon. That's sixty-one million. You got to think probably that, that's that horizon's pretty far away. It is, but they'll <laughs> they'll hit it. I would say by the end of next year. I won't be surprised if there's another price cut, or if next year they come out with a new model, like the you know they did the PS3 Slim and all that. Um, but now they're they're basically they're getting into the company of some of the 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 most popular game systems ever made. So you got the NES at sixty-one million. If you want to count the portables, PSP had 80 million. Now, the reason it had 80 million was because it was so easily hackable, and you could play any game on it. There, there's people bought the PSP so they could play Super Mario 3 on the go, basically. <laughs> the Game Boy Advance, I, I can't believe this, sold 81 and a half million. Wow. So the PS3, 83 million, came out in 2006. That's easily within reach. It'll eclipse that. The Xbox 360, 84 million. They ended up neck and neck, which is funny because for so much of that lifespan, the Xbox 360 was killing the PS3. They made a huge comeback towards the end. The Wii, 101 million. I don't even count the Wii because you had you know 80 year old grandmas playing the Wii. 
you know, I, it's not saying that I, I it's not you a, can discount. No, it, no, no, no. But it's not a typical video game system. Is that what I would say? You had people it's buying not meant the Wii just for gamers. I guess is you had you're getting at. you had people buying the Wii that would never ever. You had people pick up the a Wii DualShock for the uh, what was it? The they, Wii they Fit. played Wii Sports Wii and Fit nothing else. With yeah. The balance board. exactly. Yeah, yeah. The original PlayStation, 104 million. That's amazing. The Game Boy, 118 million. The DS, 154 million. And then the PS2, 157 million copies. I oh, wow. will say I don't think the PS4 will get to that, but. It's going to pass the Genesis probably by the summer. The, the other thing to think about, if they're sitting at 36 million sales right now, they've had no exclusives. No big exclusives. They've sold, I mean, they've had Bloodborne. They've had some some smaller indie first. They've had Resogun and stuff like that, but they yeah. haven't had, Uncharted hasn't come out yet. There's been no God of War. Um, and, you know, we're going to talk about this here in a bit, but this is the year where PlayStation... I mean, they've just been cruising on the fact that they are a better system than the X-Bone. Sorry, Xbox fanboys. It is a more powerful system. Every every game out there pretty much runs better on the on the PlayStation. If you don't like that, tweet at us and let me know. But it's a fact. They've been running on the fact that they just are a better system, and they've done such a good job marketing their third-party games like Battlefront. You think You would think Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, was just out on the PS4. It's not, but... You would think that with the, the Darth Vader PS4 you can buy. And they did that. Now they own Call of, they don't own Call of Duty, but you know what I mean. They are the console of choice for Call of Duty. Right. Even though Call of Duty still sold better on the Xbox, which was interesting. Um, but people are so embedded with that console, that doesn't really surprise me. But I don't know. You know, you got um, – well, <clears throat> we'll save that for our next topic, the big topic of the week. But anything you want to add on that, Sean, with the PS4? Um. I, I didn't know all those numbers you just dropped on us. Um, to me, thirty-six million seems knowledge, like a, a crazy amount. Um, and then just seeing how far it would have to go, still to pass even some of these systems that I wouldn't have thought would have been so high. But remember, so we're two years in, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I forget it's only been two years. Yeah, it's you got crazy. it when it came out. I got it the month after it came out. Yeah, I got right. it for Christmas. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's still pretty new. What's really interesting and what will really tell the story with these lifetime sales for the PS4 is how long does this generation last? I'm hoping it lasts till 2020. That'll be a good seven years because it came out in 2013. Um, but if it's only a five-year generation and then the PS5 comes out and it's doing 4K graphics and all this other stuff, then it won't hit some of those bigger numbers, but I, I think it's got a shot too. I don't think anything will ever do, you know, dethrone the PS2, but do you think it hits a hundred million by the end of its life? Yeah. Yeah. If it's at 36 now, two years in with no exclusives, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, well, it's certainly within reach. 85 I don't, to hundred million, that I'd somewhere in there. Bet on it, but yeah, it seems it's plausible. tough. Well, and, and what could be interesting too to, to segue off of the last topic or the first topic in this section, um, PSVR is going to drive units, especially if that thing comes out and it's only 349 or 399 Right. It's still expensive, but you only have to buy a 400 or a $350 PlayStation now. You don't have to buy a $1,500 or $2,000 PC to use it. You could money. almost get the PS4 and the VR for the price of just the <laughs> For Oculus. the risk. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's some bundles that do that just to kind of... You know, throw the gauntlet down at Oculus. But right. who knows? We'll see. All right. 
That was the news of the week, uh, brought to you by the pool house here at the Weiss Residence <laughs> and uh, Woodford Reserve. Not really, but if they would love to sponsor us, I would love to have them because that is a fantastic bourbon. Shout out. Shout out to Woodford Reserve. All right. So, last week, we talked about our top ten games of all time. And if you actually made it through that podcast in all two hours and ten minutes, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We also apologize. That went yes. way longer than we thought. Yeah. Our numbers weren't as high as we were hoping for that. That's probably because we, we talked way, way too long. But we if you couldn't tell... We're very, very passionate about video games. We love them. We are not, like I've said before, we're not the best at video games at all. No. But we love them, and that's that's why we're doing this. So we really want to bring you that list. And we had a combined, can't do the math, probably, what, 55 years or so video game playing experience between the two of us. If you go back. We got the Nintendo 87. Nintendo 87. So but we were playing the Intellivision before that. Well, we're playing true. Dad's Intellivision. Night Stalker. Shout out to Night Stalker. Lock and Chase. Lock and Chase. And playing the Atari at Uncle Pat's house. Shout out to Uncle Pat if you're listening. Uh, playing the Atari 2600. They were playing Xevious or however you said it. Remember that? Yep. X-E-V-I-O-U-S. Yep. Xevious. I think it was Xevious. Playing, um, it wasn't Gauntlet, but what was it? Um... Was it Gauntlet? Maybe it was Gauntlet. I think it was Gauntlet. I think yeah, it was Gauntlet. You had to find the keys. I was thinking, the different Gauntlet, I was thinking Golden Axe. No, it's Gauntlet. Yeah, right? yeah. Gauntlet. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. So now what we want to do, we've looked back at all our favorite games. We talked a little bit about the uh, some of the games that came out in 2015 that, that were on that list and everything. But now we want to look forward to 2016. We're a week in here and this. You know, 2015 was a huge game for video games. A huge year, sorry. A huge year for video games. From the beginning of the year, you had Bloodborne come out for the PS4, which was amazingly... It did way more than they thought it was going to sell. Uh, it's not the game for me, just because I would get way too frustrated. I, I've never played Demon Souls or Dark Souls or any of those games, so I didn't play Bloodborne. But I know people that love it just absolutely loved it. Uh, you had The Witcher come out, which has basically won every Game of the Year award which is just so frustrating to me. What what I've heard people describe it as is a grown-up Zelda, and that's all fine and good, but I don't... I'm looking forward to this year for some of the games that are coming out because they're a contained, linear experience. After dropping 100-something hours into Metal Gear now, I don't want to go put 200, hour into the Witch, 200 hours into The Witcher and not even finish the game, not even get the ending, because I've heard a lot of people... They put that much time into it, and they still they're nowhere near the end of the game. I just can't do it. And no Zelda game has ever been like that. So, whatever. Obviously, we're partial to Metal Gear here. I think it was the best game that came out last year, but that's just me. Uh, but, yeah, you had that. You had Halo 5, you know. Um, Fallout was Fallout, huge. Yeah. Batman. Some people absolutely love Batman. I I was disappointed by it. It doesn't mean it was a bad game. It's just definitely not my favorite. Arkham City, I thought, was a lot better. Uh, the, the Batmobile stuff was just shoehorned in there, and it was just too much. But I digress. However, when I go through and I look at 2016, what we want to do is kind of look at what's coming out this year. Uh, 2015 was awesome. 2016 is going to be pretty darn good also. So... I've made a list of some of the games coming out. I think, Sean, you've got some of the games too. I think we'll... we'll Kind of want to run through it by month. We'll, we'll just uh, kind of go through some of the big ones. We're not going to talk, going to talk about every game coming out because 
Uh, Game Informer did a great job. If you go to Game Informer's site, they did a great job listing all the games coming out in 2016. There's just there's too many to list here, but there are there's a lot of good games. So we're uh, we're gonna run through them and go here and there and kind of give our thoughts on them and everything. So uh, yeah, so uh, I'll start out here. I know the list you have. Um, you're starting in February. When I look at January, there's not a whole lot that jumps out at me. Um, one thing I will say I'm kind of excited about, um, this is probably one that you couldn't care less about. Um, I didn't even hear about it until I looked at this list, but um, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear that about... I heard about that, I think, maybe last week or something. Yeah, so going way back to Super Nintendo, I was a huge fan um, probably could have made my honorable mention list last week, but Super Mario RPG. Right. Um, great game. Uh, and then that kind of became, not became, I guess they kind of continued the, the RPG aspects in Paper Mario. Um, and then the GameCube Paper Mario. And then there was a Wii one. And then. Really? There was the. Yeah, I didn't even it know wasn't, that. it wasn't that great. Okay. And then there was a 3DS one that. I think I have it, and I just never got too into it. Um, and then there was the Mario and Luigi, which is basically the Game Boy Advance Mario RPG titles. Uh, for what it sounds like, this is kind of combining those two worlds, the Mario and <coughs> Luigi world with the Paper Mario world. Um, so I don't know too much about it. I'm sure if I really looked into it, I could find out a lot about it because... It's coming out in 12 days from the day we're recording this. Is it so, coming out on the on the Wii U? Uh, I think. This just says 3DS. Oh, is it 3DS? Okay. Yeah. So I will probably, when I dig my 3DS out, I'll probably pick that up. Um, okay. you got to give me that 3DS, by the way, because i got to play Link Between Worlds. Whenever you find that that's storage, I'll, I really, I'll hand really, that over to you. I need that game. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the only one that really jumps out at me for January. Okay. February is a pretty big month. Uh, the first one I got listed, Street Fighter V. I am really excited to see this game. I, you know, as you heard us, if you listened last week, our top ten games. We, we both love Street Fighter games. I had Special Champion Edition in my top ten, and I don't care what anybody says. I love that game. I love Street Fighter IV because it went back to the basics, and Street Fighter V looks like it's more of that. I feel bad for you. And any Ken fans out there? Because Ken looks freaking weird as hell. Right? Uh-huh. I don't know what they've done to him. He's got like a black like Under Armour shirt on, and his his hair is long he lost again. The, the red. Yeah, they, they didn't want him to just be a palette swap, I guess. But now he's got like the the Under Armour shirt, and he's got the long ponytail again. But it looks really girly. Not even like Alpha ponytail. I don't know. Hmm. I'm sure they'll do different skins for him and everything after it comes out. But I'm really excited to play it. I don't know. It's just weird. I'm excited for Street Fighter V, but it's not like it was growing up when we lived together and we can just get home from school and fire up Special Champion Edition or Super and just you know put hours into it, kicking each other's butt. So I'm definitely excited to see it. I, I don't know that I'll drop sixty bucks on it, but we'll see. I definitely at least want to play it. We'll we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, I feel like I may have touched on this last week on our top tens, but to me it seems like fighting games just haven't really i guess stood the test of time um the gameplay is doesn't really improve a whole lot with the improved graphics and processing power to some extent it does but when you when it comes down to it, it's still just a fighting game and they don't seem to have a whole lot of replay value 
Um, for whatever reason, back in the day, that was no different, but it seemed like it didn't matter. It seems like firing up special championship edition on the Genesis after school or on a Saturday morning or whatever was no big deal. Turn it on, have a few fights, and then you turn it off and you move on, and then you come back to it another day. To me, I don't know. It's definitely a game I want to play. I don't see myself buying it. It seems right up there with um, Mortal Kombat X. Um, I love how they kind of went back to the more 2D style, at least 2D, um, not graphics, but you know what I'm saying. Not the the 3D that the the previous few had been. So I was excited about that, and even that I couldn't fork over the money for it because it seemed like a game I would play through and beat and then and then well, be done with it and i know if i go online i'm just gonna get owned like i i held my own decently with street fighter 4 on ps3 and then ultra street fighter 4 when I, I bought it this last year for the ps4 but uh yeah it's not fun playing online because i'm just not good enough uh next game i have in in february i go back and forth this game's only 30 bucks i'll probably i don't know i'll probably end up buying it i'm not 100 sure mighty number nine I think what I need to do first uh, is is uh, what's it called for PS4? Is it the Legacy Collection or the Anniversary Collection? The Mega Man Collection that came out last year for Ooh. PS4. I think Legacy. it's Legacy. Yeah. I need to just go ahead and get it. It's fifteen bucks for all six games plus the challenge modes and all this other stuff. I've been holding out because I kind of want to get the retail release, but I'm yes I'm. I'm old school. I like to actually buy my games on discs and be able to to keep, um, you know, put them on display and all that stuff. So, uh, I don't know. I'll probably just download it and play through that, and maybe that'll get me hyped for Mighty Number no. Nine. It looks awesome. It doesn't really look like Mega Man because it's so much about speed and points and all this other stuff. It's different, but it's from Inafuni, you know, the guy who's the, the Godfather of Mega Man. So, it definitely looks interesting, and I'll probably I'll probably end up giving it a shot. Uh, what else we got? Far Cry, Far Cry Primal comes out in February. Have you played any of the Far Cry games? I haven't. Uh, the last one, the four, three, four, four. yeah, four, came four. Out last uh, year. I don't know. I, it I came don't, out in third. I don't know. I think it was last year. Fourteen. Mid twenty fourteen. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what year is it? It's. Oh wait, no, it's twenty sixteen. <laughs> I mean, it came out in mid twenty fifteen. I don't know what year it is. Um, I don't know. It looked interesting. I, I don't know too much about the series. I think it's essentially just a first-person shooter. Yeah, I guess first-person. Yeah. Maybe not a first-person shooter, but a first-person... Does it have, like, RPG elements, kind of? It's not, like, There's a Call of Duty. Uh, where yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a lot of, like, okay, I see a settlement over there, an outpost, I'm going to go take it over. I'm going to go kill all the guys and take it over, and then yeah. it's a collect-a-thon and stuff like that. It's just, I don't know. It's never really applied to me, and... The you know the caveman setting is kind of cool, the saber tooth tigers and woolly mammoths and stuff. But right. I don't I don't really know how that fits into Far Cry. And it it seems like it's one of those games where they just said it was going to be like a, a DLC expansion, and then they're like, wait, let's just add a couple more things and we'll sell it for sixty bucks. So right. if you like Far Cry and you're excited, good for you. I I don't really I don't really care that much about it. Yeah. Anything else to cut your eye in February, Sean? Uh, not in February, no. Okay. March Twilight Princess HD. Should I if if I've really never gotten into any of the 3D Zelda games, not because they're not good, but just because I haven't had 64s and GameCubes and stuff. Should I should I get this, or is Wolf Link just going to piss me off? No, you've got to play it. Okay, um, 
You either it's up to you if you want to get that, or I can let you borrow the normal Wii non-HD version. If this is really just Twilight Princess remastered, essentially, so, is it worth forking over an extra what fifty, sixty dollars when you can play it on regular Wii for free? From what I understand, this is just a remaster. It's not a yeah. remake. Whereas Wind Waker was an actual remake. They changed some right. stuff. So, definitely worth a play. Um, I'm not looking back. I don't, I'm not in love with the Wolf Link aspects of it, but definitely a solid game. Definitely worth playing. Yeah. Um, I almost think it's up to you if you want to do this. My personal advice would be to find a way to play through Ocarina of Time first. Okay. I think if you haven't played any 3D Zelda games, yeah, start with that one. The only the, what I worry about with the virtual console, I wonder how as crazy and stupid as that N64 controller was. It seems like it made sense with the Z targeting and all that stuff. I wonder how those controls are going to map to downloading on the virtual console. I think it'll be fine with your whatever that new controller the is. Nico, shout out to Nico, not sponsored, but yeah. you know, I love that controller by the way. Uh, I think you'd be fine with that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think you can make do without the original N64 controller. Okay. The other ones I've got written down here for March, The Division supposedly comes out in March. I still think that'll get delayed again. Uh, it, it looks really cool. I, I guess you can play it as a single-player game. It's not strictly multiplayer like it looked like at first, but I don't know. The The big game for me in March, though, is Hitman, and it is just called Hitman, even though it's Hitman like 6 at this point. Uh, super excited. Have you heard how they're doing the release for this? No. If you guys aren't aware of this, they're they're trying something that's really never been done before. It was originally supposed to come out in December. What they're doing is they're releasing Hitman in March. If you pay $60 for Hitman up front, you get... But, well, let me go back. It's not the full game at launch. It is a partial game. It's almost like if you would have bought Metal Gear Solid Five and you just got Chapter 1, not Chapter 2. So if you pay well, $60... it's it kind of like the... What was it? Um, Ground Zeroes? Kind of. To the Phantom Pain? Well, but this is, you pay $60 up front, a full game is coming. You pay $60 and you get like half the game while they finish working on the rest of the game. When the rest of the game releases, I think in June, you get to download it for free. However, you can, or you can just pay like 30 or 40 bucks for what they've got of Hitman right now, and then you can buy the rest of the game for 30 or 40, so you're paying more for it in the end. Interesting, uh... They made it sound like the areas you're going to get off the bat are plenty. and I don't know how much the story will go into it, but there's plenty of contracts and stuff like you can like that you can do. So I'm excited for it, man. Either way, I'm going to get it in March. I'll probably just I'll pay the 60 bucks and get the rest of it when it comes out. But like is I said, I love Hitman, so I'm, I'm excited to see what the next one does. Is it about a 50-50 split, do you know? Or is this like 80% of the game and the other 20% no, comes out? it sounds out like it's about 50-50, okay. yeah. So I'm super excited for that. What what do you got for March? Anything else? Uh, that was pretty much it. Zelda's obviously to me the big one that I see. Okay. What um, do you got in April? April, I'll. Uh, the one that jumps out to me is obviously the one that jumps out to you. So I'll let you take yep. the reins on this one. Ratchet and Clank. No, I'm just obviously. kidding. Although Ratchet and Clank is coming out, and that does look pretty freaking cool. I don't know if you've seen the the demos of that, but it looks no. like 
I, I've been wondering when video games would look like you were playing a Pixar movie. That's how good the new Ratchet and Clank looks. It's amazing. Hmm. But again, graphics aren't everything, and I I never really played the old Ratchet and Clanks, but I want to give this one a try. There's nothing else to say. Uncharted Four comes out. Uh, that might be one of those where I take a day off from work um, to to play through as much of the story as I can. I'm so excited to see what happens with with Nate and everybody. Uh, I'm gonna get Sean to play two and three before then. We'll probably do a couple of podcasts around. Uh, Uncharted as we get ready for the release of it. Um, my early pick for Game of the Year, just seeing what I've seen so far, I, I just absolutely love that series, and I can't wait to see where they go from here, especially when you've got the writers and the creative team behind Last of Us doing it this time. Um, I think they'll probably take it in an interesting way, and I'm excited to see what they do with it. Anything else in April? What, what else do you see in April, Sean? Um, April... <coughs> I don't know. There's not a whole lot. The only, I mean, Star Fox. Uh, yeah. I'm sure some people are excited for that. I never got too into it. Yeah. Um, Star Fox on the uh, Super Nintendo didn't Super age Nintendo, very yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. That was the... Uh, the, F, the first FX chip. FX game. chip, yep. Yeah, I don't know. That's To me, that's, that's it for yep. April. The other thing with Star Fox is it looks like it's... Uh, they've gone back and forth. I don't think Nintendo's confirmed yet the motion control stuff, but all the Let's Plays and everything I saw of Star Fox with those motion controls, it's absolutely horrible. People say it's almost unplayable, and you got to look at the gamepad while you look at the screen and stuff. It just makes absolutely no sense. So hopefully they'll get rid of that. Uh, it, it, I know people want a good Star Fox game, so hopefully Nintendo's going to give it to them, even though it looks like it's the, the graphics are about 15 years old. It's what it is. I don't really care either way, so we'll see what happens with Star Fox. I didn't have anything on my list from May. Do you have anything? I got nothing. Okay. June, No Man's Sky finally comes out. I'm so interested to play this game. I'm going to buy it on day one. It'll be interesting. I, I think it'll end up being a, a, a PSVR game also. But they've hyped up this game as, you know, there's 18, I think it's 18 quadrillion planets you can visit. Oh, my God. And put your flag on and, and all this stuff. And I... I doubt they can deliver on all their promises, but I want to be there to see it. We don't even really know how the game plays. We just know you can visit all these planets, and you're trying to get to the center of the galaxy or the universe or whatever it is. We don't know if there's, you know, there's, I guess there's space combat, and it looks like when you land on these planets, there's, there's sometimes there's dinosaurs and stuff like that. I don't know if you got to fight them or what, but it's funny. We've been hearing about this game for over two years, and I don't think we really still have a good idea of what the game actually will be, but... Hey, I'm going to be there day one. I will definitely download that. I can't wait to play it um, and, and see what No Man's Sky ends up being. How about you, Sean? What what else is in June? June is an interesting month because you got E3, and <clears throat> a lot of times the big games try to stay away from June. It was so interesting that you know Batman, you know Arkham uh, Arkham Knight came out last year, right right around E3. But yeah. Um... I don't. I don't really have anything for June. I think the rest of them are. Uh, There's a lot of games that don't have concrete dates yet. TBD, yeah, 2016 at some point, but probably all the the latter half of the year. Well, won't you Q3, so, Q4. So talk to me a couple about about what you got there, because I don't think we've got any big games confirmed past confirmed past June. So what what do you have on your uh, your date without the, lists yet? Yeah, um, I mean your list without dates. Sorry. Right. The the big ones to me, I'm. Kind of curious about Doom. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't really know what to expect. 
That's I hope <clears throat> I hope they're going back to what Doom, Doom Two, and Final Doom were so good, right? And I think they're going back to that. I don't think there's don't quote me on this, but I don't think there's multiplayer, which is awesome. If it's just an awesome single player, no, that's my kind of first yes. person shooter. If there's no multiplayer, I'm, I'm very excited for Doom. I think I'll probably end up purchasing that. Um, and then the big <clears throat> two, I would say. Final Fantasy 15. Yep. Um, I'm hopeful that it kind of harkens back to... It sounds like it's going to be similar in uh, gameplay to Final Fantasy 12, maybe even more like Kingdom Hearts. Um, Mm -hmm. It's all active time battle. No separate battle screens. Everything's in real time. Which appeals to me. Right, it's yeah. you've never been a big RPG. It, fan, it'll so. definitely appeal to the casual fan for sure. Right, and I like the idea of. Um, I'm sure everybody knows this by now, but it's set in essentially modern day, right? times. Yeah, not not Earth by any means. It's part of the same uh, <coughs> Fabula Nova Crystal, whatever it is, the same universe that Final Fantasy uh, 13 was set in. Um, but it's it's present day. There's there's cars that look like cars you and I have today. And then there's a huge like. But there's also dragon, a dragon the size of a mountain. magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm hopeful. I feel like the few screenshots I've seen and some of the clips, the gameplay looks fun. Um, to me, ever since ten, none of the characters from any of the Final Fantasy games I've played have really gripped me. Um, 7 and 10 were by far, um, I, in my opinion, the best uh, characters. Right. Um, I'll skip 6 because I never really played through it. Um, never finished 8 or 9, but they're both decent. Um, I like the characters in 12, but certainly behind 10 and 7. And 15, I don't know. I'm judging the proverbial book by its cover, of course. But so far, the what I know about the characters, it's not really roping me in yet. But I'm sure it's a game that I will play. Yeah. Um, and then the big one, which will either get me to buy a Wii U or mm, will get that's, me to that was going to be my question. You, here, you, you stole my thunder. Uh, is obviously <clears throat> Zelda Wii U. Yep. Um, well, I, okay, give me your thoughts, and then I'll, I'll tell you why you might not need to buy a Wii U. Um, I think it's going to be great. Uh, as far as I know, I think this is taking place in Hyrule. It's not like Majora's Mask. And yes, the the thing is, though, they Lord have the not ones. given away... Skyward Sword was not yeah. Hyrule, so I'm They haven't given away, like, any information. It this. seems to be every other game. I mean, Ocarina of Time was Hyrule, Majora's Mask wasn't. Twilight Princess was, Skyward Sword wasn't. So, if you follow that pattern, we're going back to Hyrule, which... Those have always been the best Zelda games by far, I think. Um, I like the open world aspect of it that they're promising um even more so after having played skyward sword uh i love the the gameplay the graphics really love the game but everything just felt too segregated there's like two or three like hub worlds there's just three yeah there was the the sky world i don't remember what it's called offhand and that was essentially a hub 
And then from there, there was the water world, the fire world, and the forest world, essentially, with different dungeons spread throughout. Right. And you jump out of your cloud world, and you parachute down to one of the three, and that's it. And if you're in the forest world and you want to go to fire world, you got to go back up to the cloud and then jump off again. And I think in spite of that, it was still a good game, not a great game, but now that this is going to be more open world, which I think is really the way zelda is meant to be um i'm really excited for it i'm curious to see what you have to say regarding do i buy a wii u or not but if i don't buy it i'm probably gonna be spending a lot of time over here yeah i mean here's what i think though and again i hope i don't i hope i don't steal all the thunder from our prediction show um i will not be surprised at all if this ends up coming out if they pull a Twilight Princess, which would be and interesting. With them doing the, the HD, Wii U, and this is a Wii U and an NX game. And if that's yeah. the case, just go buy you an NX, play Zelda Wii U on the NX or whatever they end up calling it, and uh, and go from there. But I'm definitely buying it, whether I get, whether it's on the Wii U. If it comes out on the NX too, I'll probably just get it on the NX. Um, yeah, but we'll see. Uh, one small game that you might not be aware of, Alienation is coming out at some point this year, and that is by Housemark, the guys that did uh, Resogun. Oh, okay. And this is it's another twin-stick shooter because that's what they do so well, but it's kind of a top-down, you're walking around and, and stuff like that. It looks fun, arcade shooter stuff, and they did such a great job with Resogun that I'll, I'll pretty much buy anything they put out, and it'll probably only be a $20 game. But uh, You talk about Doom, talk about Final Fantasy XV, some of the other games, so... Gears of War 4 is coming out. If you're an X-Bone fan, then then good for you. Uh, you'll be super excited about that. Gran Turismo Sport is coming out. It looks beautiful. I had Gran Turismo 3, I think, for the PS2. It was a lot of fun, but it was just too deep for me. I'm not good at racing games, and it was just, it was just too much. So I assume Sport will be more of the same. The funny thing is that Gran Turismo 7 is still coming. Like, Sport is just the in-between game. So I don't know when we'll actually get 7, but that'll be a big deal whenever it comes out, obviously. Mass Effect Andromeda is coming out. Did you ever play Mass Effect? I have never played it, no. Again, that was one of those series that was just, I'm not a big RPG guy, and that just seemed way too involved for me, so I just kind of skipped it. Uh, what do we got? So we talked about Zelda, obviously. Horizon Zero Dawn is what I'm so excited for. Talking about exclusives for for Sony and the PlayStation 4, I'm so excited to see what Horizon Zero Dawn ends up being. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it debuted at E3 last year. Uh, you play a female character, which is interesting because uh, pretty much it's it's Laura Croft and nobody else. So you play as a fleet female character. What happened is basically I, we don't know the story except this is almost ancient times but it's in the future so something has happened to where our world has been become overrun by these robot dinosaur things and we have nothing left we've had to go back to the bare the bare basics and the bare minimums and everything to survive it looks so cool so interesting i really hope it comes out this year because that's one of those games that if i had to make a list of games i think will get delayed that's number one and i think it'll probably get pushed to spring of 2017 i really hope not um, I'm sh- I'm assuming if it comes out this year, it'll be like a November game. It'll come out around Call of Duty and um, possibly Watch Dogs and all that. But I'm super excited to see what they do with that. Rise of the Tomb Raider finally comes to PS4. That 
got lost in the shuffle because it came out the same day as Fallout 4. Mm. But that game just critically is doing amazing. It sold almost nothing because it came out against Call of Duty or uh, Fallout. Call of Duty was the week before, and then Star Wars was the week after, and it just got it just got <laughs> it got caught in the avalanche. But I'm super excited. I'm sure it'll basically be a game of the year edition. I'm assuming on PS4 we'll get all the DLC with it. I want to play it. I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. And then at some point this year, finally. Almost, I think, 10 years after it was first shown, Last Guardian supposedly is coming out in 2016 for the PS4. There's no way that game can get delayed, though. They cannot afford to push it. It has to come out in 2016. We don't know much about it other than there's the bird dog, and you talk to the bird dog, and he helps you and everything. It looks awesome. I'm just going to play it just because it's it's one of the most fascinating stories in video game history is what actually happened with that game, and I can't wait till somebody... Um, gets the scoop on that and, and does a whole a whole book or a whole um, documentary on it. Um, but I'm super excited for uh, for Last Guardian also. So that's what we've got down as our uh, our biggest games of 2016 that we're looking forward to. If you want, uh, go ahead tweet us at two player underscore co op c o o p to let us know what you're looking forward to in 2016. Uh, I don't know if it'll top 2015. This was a heck of a year in video games, but it's probably going to come close. So, what we've got next, we're going to introduce a new segment. Let me reach over here. Oh, you have it with you. I have it with me. Okay. Because it's a physical copy. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry if that just messed up the microphone. I just hit the microphone. What are we calling this, Sean? Uh, so, you... What are we calling it? So, you call yourself a gamer? That's why I asked you. Or you forgot. call yourself oh, yeah. a gamer? So, we're mark? calling this uh, this segment, you call yourself a gamer? So... The idea behind this is, obviously, we both love video games. We are very segmented in the video games that we love. As you so, can tell by our respective top ten lists. Right. So I've played every Metal Gear game. I've played all the Uncharted. I've played all the, every, all the six God of War games. So I'm very like – and I've played other games, obviously. But, you know, we're, we're segmented. Sean is huge into Final Fantasy. He's, he's huge into Zelda. He likes Metal Gear. He hasn't played all the Metal Gear games like I have and stuff like that. So we came up with the idea, how about we, we kind of issue a challenge to each other and say, I can't believe that you, you're hosting a video game podcast and you haven't played this Black. game. Yeah. So what we'll, the plan for this is we're going to give each other a game. Well, give or say this is what your challenge is and I have to go download it or, or whatever. And... Two weeks, three weeks from now, after we've been able to go through that game, we're going to come back together and we're going to talk through that game. Uh, Whatever game I give Sean, I'll give my thoughts on, and then we'll talk through it and get his thoughts on it, seeing as how he's never played this game before and possibly I've beaten it two, three times, something like that. Is the idea to have beaten it before we come back and talk about it or just have played enough to be able to talk about it? I would prefer to have beaten it. Okay. It depends on the game you're giving me. This game will... Give yeah. you, that you'll, it'll take you a few weeks to beat this game. Okay. So since I actually have the game here in hand, yeah, why don't you? Start? I'm going to issue my. So you think you're at? So you think you can dance? No, what's <laughs> so you it think called? you can game? So uh, you think? Oh, that you call yourself? You a call gamer? yourself a gamer, Sean? Here you go. All right, I'm opening it. It's in a beautiful uh, recycled Christmas reindeer box. It was laying around the house, so I grabbed it. Now. You're going to look at this and you're going to say, "What? I've played these games." However, what 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 do you have there, Sean? Uh, I have the Metal Gear Solid HD collection, and I think I see where this is going. Now. Hmm. <laughs> so Sean has played two. 
Two? Two? It was on his list. It was honorable mention, I believe. Or was it uh, a top ten? Honorable mention. Honorable mention. It has Metal Gear Solid 3, which is my favorite game of all time, and I think the absolute top perfect 10, game. I think number three or so. And it has... Peace Walker. Never Metal, played it. Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. So and as such, Metal Gear Solid 5, uh, certain parts kind of confused me, and Kevin yeah. was kind enough to catch me up on, without horribly spoiling Peace Walker, yes. telling me what I need to know to make Metal and Gear 5. You've forgotten Metal Gear Solid some, 5 makes sense. Yeah, hopefully you've forgotten, as I pour some more Woodford Reserve here, hopefully you've forgotten some of the things I told you, but the story... So the story is what I thought was lacking with 5. The story in 3 is amazing. Excuse me as I throw down that box. The story in Peace Walker is... It it didn't make my top 10 list or my honorable mentions and all that. That's just because I had so many Metal Gear games and I wanted to kind of give more of an idea of some of the other games that were so important to me. Peace Walker is an awesome game. I think you're going to love it. You have to go find your PS3 in storage and hook it up. Uh, So it might take you a little bit of time. But the story is so simple, but it is so good. Like It it reminds me of 3, not in what the actual story is, but that it's just so simple and it makes sense and it gives you motivations and you go from there. So, yes, uh, so you think you can dance challenge is uh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. All right. I like it. Um, I'm going to go a little bit more... Old school with mine. As I thought. Um, I was torn and am still kind of torn on which to give you. Um, now that you've given me kind of a daunting task, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm tempted is. to give you a more... I think it's going to be one of... I've narrowed it down to three. But I think it's really... I've narrowed it down to two. So we'll see if I was right. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm still... <clears throat> I guess we'll do this more than once, right? So if, the, I, give you, if I give you the easy one now, yes. I can give you the harder one the, later. the plan is we'll do this in the future. Uh, not every couple episodes or something like that, but it's something we want to you know bring back in the future because there's definitely some other games that I really think Sean would enjoy, and they might not be as big as Peace Walker because Peace Walker is a pretty big game, I'm not going to lie. Um, there's definitely some games that I think he would really enjoy that he's missed out on yeah. uh, in the past. All right, um, so I will be kind to you now. And I think I will try to make up for that in uh, 20 questions coming up here in a little bit. I've decided to try to stump you on that one. I'm going all out. Um, So my challenge to you, this was mentioned last week. Yeah. I think it was in my, this was in my honorable mention. Oh. But I really wanted it in my top 10. But I couldn't get it in there. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm right. I'm Uh, right. Can I guess? Yes. Super Metro. Bingo. Yes! So I'm excited. That's what I was hoping my challenge that, was. Um, in all honesty, if you can sit down on a Saturday, <clears throat> Sunday afternoon. Well, I don't know. Uh, but see, I don't never think... Play, you've, played, yeah. you've played Symphony of the Night, right? I played... I, Not beaten it, but you've played I've it. You've played experienced it. I, couldn't, it. I just couldn't... Yeah. This is certainly less... Good. Uh, I, no, I, I mean, know about not less good. I'm glad that it's less. <laughs> oh, okay. Less involved. Uh, less complex. Definitely shorter. There's no uh, flipped upside down castle. No, none yeah. of that. It's more straightforward, as, as straightforward as a Metroid game can be, I yeah. guess. Um, <clears throat> but certainly not a a too daunting of a task. See, but I, and I wonder, because I know you, you said last week you can beat it now in a manner of hours. I think since I've Probably. really only. 
I've dabbled in it. I, I know the opening and how cool it is, and you see the the, right. the Metroid baby and all that stuff. Yep. But I've never really gotten so into it that I just wonder if I'm going to spend 30, 40 hours in it or something like that. You know? Well, no, you, we'll you see. can't. I don't think. Well, okay. unless you get really lost or you just take it upon yourself to try to find every energy tank, every right. missile expansion okay. tank, so on and so forth, you can beat the game in, yeah, I don't know. Is it like I mean, is it like a ten fifteen hour game if you play it without knowing what the heck you're doing? Like I you could know. probably beat it in ten to fifteen okay. hours, going into it relatively blind, dumb to it. We'll say okay. Um, so challenge issued. Um, Sweet. Is the plan we're going to come back and do our respective reviews on? We'll do them on two the, separate episodes. Yes. Yeah. Because right, I so think you will probably go first. Yes. Because I will need that yes. extra week, I think, to get through mine. I think the plan, um, if you stick with us, probably two weeks from now, we'll come back together and we'll talk about Super Metroid. Three weeks from now, or four, um, we might do one. You know, we might do four weeks. We'll talk about Peace Walker because it is a big game. I think when I got the final ending, it was forty-five hours or something like that. So it, it, I Fair will enough. say it's it's like five, whereas you think you've beat it, but you haven't. There's an ending, and then there's the real ending. And the final boss fight, I'm just going to tell you, is is ridiculously hard. Yeah. But um, that's good. That's what I was hoping it was going to be. Okay. Um, you won't. You won't like. I don't know. That you won't like uh, my next one. I don't know if it'll be the next one, but a future challenge that will be issued will be more. Uh, I know what that, and I know what say. that one is. It's uh, one of two games. It's either a 16-bit game or a 64-bit game. It is a. 16-bit game. Yeah. But I don't know that you know what it is. But maybe. Was it on your list? It was on my top 19 list. Oh, it's not Chrono Trigger then. It it was was on my top 19. Okay, that was going to be on Chrono Trigger. All right, challenge is issued. We'll get back together and see how that goes. So, all right, we are getting down towards the end of this week's episode. So, you think we got time? Let's play a little video game 20. Yeah, what what do we have right now? We're about an hour and 13 or change. All right, so. so not bad. I will, uh, since I got it pulled up here, you want to go first and guess? Because uh, yeah. if I'm going to fail, I don't want to fail before I have to make you guess, because then I'll just change I, I the game to something you've never heard of. But so. All right. All right, you're up. Um, okay. Standard questions. Did this come out before January 1st, 2000? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Did we own this game? Yes. Ooh. Was this was this game at least a 16-bit game? No. Okay. So it's a Nintendo. Well, that narrows it down. It's a Nintendo Jeez. game that we owned, unless yep. it was Game Gear or something. But I don't. I don't. I doubt that. Um, Nintendo game that we owned. Um. Have we, and by we I mean either of us, no, we'll say both of us, have both of us beaten this game? Yes. Okay. I, I put my fingers down. Was that three? That was four. Um, the date, the graphics. No, that was three. Have we beaten? Yeah, I think that's just three. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tweet us if I was wrong. I put my fingers down. I don't know. Sorry, I'm going to try to get this in I think it was ten. Three. You'll probably, you might. Um, right, I don't know. So... Nintendo. I know we didn't really own any RPGs, and there really weren't any fighting games. Um, 
Was this a platformer? No. Was this an adventure game? No. Was this an... What did I just say? Adventure? You said adventure and platformer. Was this an... What else is there? Was this an uh, action game? So, <laughs> technically, no. But... Now I'm looking here at the genre, and it's not action. Okay. I don't want to count this Action as a is so general. You right. Know? But what you're... Is, I'm assuming this is a Wikipedia page you're looking at. It, it, possibly. Shout out to Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Michael Scott for his <laughs> Wikipedia quote is all I'm thinking. Um... It, Everybody can write whatever they want, so how could it be wrong? So you know you're getting the best information right. out there. Um, so I'm not counting this as a question, but the genre is it? Because I don't know how they do their genres. What they call the genre is it something that I would be able to? Yeah. Okay, it's not some weird. Okay. No. So yeah. 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 Um, so it's kind of an action game, but not you're really. At six questions so far. All right. Is it a give or take? I don't know. Uh, we'll come back to that. Um, so we owned it. We beat it. Um, do you play as a human? No. Do you play as like a uh, an animal, like a human, a an animal that can walk and talk and do stuff? Not literally, just a rabbit or something. But do you play as an animal? Some type of possibly genetically engineered animal. So it's kind of an action game, and you kind of play as an animal, is what I'm gathering here. I don't really know <laughs> if you play as an animal. Um, hold on. Why don't you talk to us about your drink there while I Google something real quick? Uh, well, my first drink is gone. Uh, I kind of just made a poor man's old-fashioned because I didn't feel like messing with the bitters or the oranges. But I have so what'd you do some there? Woodford Reserve in front of me and some simple syrup, so... I just poured some whiskey, bourbon. Sorry. Okay, stop so selling. It's an animal. Yeah, it's syrup. an animal. Eight. Okay. I, I, I just now people are gonna think I'm stupid when you hear what it, but just whatever. Eight. You're at eight. okay. Um, is this a game that you could just turn on, start from the beginning, and beat in one, like just sit down and beat the game, like in one, one sitting, reasonably speaking. That's a weird question. That's a loaded question. But, I mean... You could just turn it on and play through the game reasonably in one sitting? Reasonably, yes. Nine. Oh, God. What is the question? Um, I definitely I still don't know what kind of game this I is. I didn't make this hard enough. Well, I know, but I'm running out of questions. True. I don't know. It's not an RPG. It's not a fighter. It's not adventure. It's kind of action. Is it like a shooter? No. Ten. Is it? It's not a platformer. <clears throat> hmm. Um, did we? You may not know the answer, but in your, to the best of your knowledge, did we purchase or receive this game as a gift? Before oh, good Lord. Christmas of ninety one. I'm just trying to gauge if it was an older Nintendo or newer Nintendo game. Did we obtain this game before Christmas ninety one? We'll no, say. eleven. All right, so late Nintendo game. <coughs> I need to go back to my Christmas podcast information. Um, 
All right, so you play as an animal. Are you... Is the animal on foot? Yes. Okay. Twelve. Um, well, I can't think of any questions. Why do I not know... Um, do you use a gun? No. No. Thirteen. You, I'm starting to be worried that you may stump me here. Um, wait, did you say you are or you are not on foot? You are on foot. You are on foot. You play as some kind of animal, <coughs> but you didn't know if it was an animal or not. So just, I mean, think <laughs> about that. Oh, I'm trying. Um And you, and we've both beaten it. Yes. And you could many, many times. Um, can you save your progress? I. Uh, I mean, it's. I guess no. Okay, so it's For a game you would have to beat just playing through. Right. Once. All right. All right. I gotta start thinking of games we owned that you play as an animal. It's the genre is still bugging me. Yeah. Um, 14 questions. Uh, it's not a shooter. It's not an adventure. It's not RPG. It's not fighting. I mean, I guess it's not sports since he plays an animal. Um, hmm. I just realized a funny fact about this game that I never knew. What's that fact? I'm not going to tell okay. you because I <laughs> might give it away a little bit. Um, was this game... Available on any other systems? No. It was only on the NES. 15 questions. Oh, well, I just told you it's on the NES. Oh, well. Well, I pretty much knew that. Yeah, it's not a Game Gear game. Yes, okay. Um, I forgot that was even a question. Yeah. Where are we? What do we have? 15? 15. Crap. Boy, this Uh, is how I felt last week. And how I'm about to feel in a couple minutes, I'm sure. Have you played this game in the last 10 years no okay no what i'm getting at is 16 yeah okay so it's not something you would have downloaded on virtual console or anything correct um i'm not gonna count that right i'm just talking to myself and our listeners oh god um i'm not gonna get this this is very stressful you got four more and then you can still guess the game right um an animal. <laughs> you place an animal that I might not know was an actual animal. Is the character's name that you play as Boy. in the title? No. Okay. 17. Okay. Um... Yeah, it's not Bubsy Strikes Back or something. I don't know why I keep no, going that back was, to Bubsy. You're, you're all about Bubsy. Um. <clears throat> to the best Excuse of your knowledge, okay. if you showed me nothing but a picture of the main character of the game, would I be able to tell you who that character is to the best of your knowledge? Yes. Or would I be like, what is no. this? No, yes. All right. 18. God, ah. Now that, oh, do I want to give you a hint? I'm running out of questions here, so. That doesn't necessarily mean that there's only one main character. 
There could be multiple. 18 questions. We got two more. Are all of the characters that you could play as in the game animals? Yes. 19. One more question. Oh. Are they all the same animal? Yes. That's 20. So now you can guess the game. Or right, you so obviously guess. you know a turtle is an animal. Oh, unless... <laughs> unless... Okay. Okay. <laughs> I see the... Okay. Hang on here. It took you long enough. Um, oh. But it's I'm, not just an action game. I'm going to be the only oh, one. Oh. Right. So you're I, I don't have any more questions. You're getting So there. I'm just talking to myself here. All right. You're saying it's not an action game because Correct. it's probably like a beat-em-up game or something. But you, don't need, to, you don't need to comment on that. Um, I think I <laughs> now understand why you were wondering if it was an animal. Because you were probably confusing the word animal with mammal. If I know you as my brother. And you're like, wait, is it an animal? Whereas... I'm not going to comment on anything. Uh, you don't need to comment. You don't done. even need to open your mouth. After I'm just Woodford running Reserve. thoughts through my head. Shout out. Sponsorship. Um, Please. So I've got it. I think I know what it is, but time. Oh, no. I remember from the Christmas podcast when this one came out. Yep. Um, oh, but you said it's not in the title. Oh, there it goes. I thought I had it. And then I remember. Now, okay. What did you ask about that? Oh, okay. You no, asked if I'm the still name of the character okay. was in the title, and I said no. Is it? <clears throat> just I'm just putting it all on the line. This is here. it. If you I get, get wrong, wrong guess. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> I need to start making a list of the questions I asked. <laughs> Nintendo, kind of an action game. Yes. We beat it. Yes. Many times. Yes. If you showed me the character, I would character or characters, I would know who yes. it is. You can't save your progress. Yes. You can beat it in one sitting. Yes. You play as an animal. Now yes. that you know that, and multiple animals, but they're all the same animal. Is it, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of what the subtitle was. Is it? I'll accept without the subtitle, but I would like you to guess the subtitle. Because you should remember that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. And what's the subtitle? <sighs> 2 was just the arcade game. Cool. And then four, and then there was Turtles in Time. It was, Oh! There you is go. that what this one was? Is it the Manhattan Project? <laughs> so was I right about why you had to look up is a turtle? I, it wasn't an the mammal thing. I was just like, uh, what? What? I've had a couple drinks and what is it? Is, an is a turtle an animal? Is a turtle? An, I googled is a turtle an animal? <laughs> Dad, I hope so you were you were confused because you're thinking well, obviously a turtle is like a reptile or an amphibian hair. or whatever. Uh, correct. So that's what I'm saying. You were thinking an you animal were, meant right. mammal right. meant fur and. Hair and all that okay. stuff. Yeah. So you're. Yeah. Okay. So that should have been so much easier than it was. I wait. So what? How did that? What was the Wikipedia genre for that game? Beat, beat him up. up. Okay. But the funny thing, and I've forgotten about this. The box art shows the turtles fighting a triceraton. There is no triceratons in the game. Is that the what funny clue? In the the funny... That was the funny thing. I yeah. I forgot about that because I didn't remember. I remember the action figures for the Triceratons. I didn't remember mm -hmm. if they were in the game or not. All right. Um, all right. That was close. Oh, I think I've taken it down to the wire twice now. All no, right. that, that was oh, the no, closest we've the first one, I, I The first one I took it to like 18. I think last week I was down to 19 or 20. I don't even remember what I did last week. Bubsy. It wasn't. It wasn't Bubsy. <laughs> 
Yeah, was Earth, no. No, the Earthworm Jim was week one. Oh, it was uh, Mickey Mouse. Castle Mickey Pollution. Mouse. That's yeah. right. All right. I'm going to stump you this time. I, I, I love that this is this is how brothers do. We fight. Yeah. All right. It's it's certainly a f- fair fair game game. Yeah, okay. Did the game come out before January 1st, 2000? Did it come out before? Yes. Did it come out before January 1st, 1990? I'm going to give you more than just a one-word answer here. In the version that we played in it, America. It came out, well, how did you ask the question? Before 1990. I thought I was no. Say okay, so it's in the 1990s. Yes. I'm, that's not a question. I'm just no, making yep, sure. Yep, yep. Okay, but that's, that's two. Is this an 8-bit game? It is not. Did this originally appear on the Genesis? Slash Mega Drive. It did not. Well, okay. Is it a 16-bit game? It is. Okay. Is it a console exclusive to the Super Nintendo? Um, are you... All right, is it out on any other consoles? Is that what you're asking? I'm not asking if it came out on the virtual console or anything. No, no, I get that. When it was available, was it an exclusive to the Super Nintendo? I have five fingers up. I don't know if I put the fifth one up. No, this this, this will is be the fifth. Six. This will be this the is sixth. Six. I'm okay. not going to get an extra one. Um, I will say yes, but I will also tell you, because I don't think this is going to help you at all, because I would be shocked if you knew this, because I didn't know this. Well, no. Technically, all right, no, never mind. I'm not going to tell you yet, unless you're struggling with it at the end. All right, that's number six. 16-bit. What did I ask? It's not exclusive to the Super Nintendo. Okay. So I said, that's I'm going to say it is. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay. 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 No, no, okay. You, you don't Wait. know it. I guarantee you. Oh, if you know it already, I'd be shocked. <laughs> that makes me think it's Chrono Trigger. I'm just going to no, no, say no. that. Okay, because it okay. came out of the PlayStation. You technically, before it came out on whatever system it is on, I just learned from Wikipedia that there was an arcade version. I don't know how different it was. It may have been a completely different game with just the same title. Okay, but okay. it was out on the arcade, and that was yeah. But is it a beat 'em up game? It is not. Is it 16-bit Super Nintendo? It's not a beat-em-up. Is it a first-party game made by Nintendo, made and published by Nintendo? Uh, I don't believe so, but let me confirm that. I'm pretty sure no, but I don't know who did make it. Uh, you don't know who made it? it. Is well, not, it is not made by Nintendo. Do I have to burn a question to ask if it was published by Nintendo? I would... No, it's not. Okay, so it's not a Nintendo. It is not a first part, yeah. Okay. Um, is this company still in business today? Yes. Nine. Does this company make pachinko machines mostly now? Not to my knowledge. Okay, so it's not a Konami game. <laughs> oh. 
that's ten. We're halfway through. We're halfway there. Do you play as a knight? You do not. Oh, God. I thought it was Super Ghouls and Ghosts because I was thinking maybe that came out in the arcades. <laughs> no, because that was on Genesis. Not Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh, okay. Not ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. version of Ghouls and Ghosts was, but not Mega Super Ghouls, ghouls and Ghosts. Mega Ghouls and Ghosts or something. All right, that's 11. Mega Turkin is an amazing game. That's better than Super Turkin. Yeah. Off topic for a bit. I feel like when we bought that game, I don't know about you, but I thought when we bought that game, I was expecting it to be a Metroid-type game. And it was not at all. I, I don't not. know if you were under the impression. No, I was not. For some reason, I, I was. I just wanted to but... shoot him up. Okay. All right. All right so, so that's Super Nintendo 16-bit game came out in the arcades also. Not a first party. Not by Konami. It's not Ghouls and Ghosts. But I would say don't get too wrapped around the axle with the fact that it was also an arcade game. Wrapped around Maybe the you knew this. I had no idea. Wrapped around the axle. Like that's that's not a Plastic bag going down the highway. Yeah. yeah. And it gets wrapped around the axle. Exactly. What What... Uh, what title did I ask? I mean, what genre? You asked if it was a... Beat-em-up, and beat it's not a beat-em-up. I, I think Final that's the only one you've asked. Yeah, I was thinking Final Fight or something like that. Is it a platformer? It is not. Oh, God. Is it an RPG? No, that was stupid. I'll no, take that back. That doesn't count, because nobody's going to play a freaking arcade game. It's an RPG. <laughs> is it an action or adventure game? It is not. It is neither of those. Is it a sports game? It is not. <laughs> you have six questions left. You just burned four of them on the genre. There's no other genres mm-hmm. in the early 90s that you had to check to see if it came out. Wait a minute. That I had to check. You had to check to see when it came out. Super Nintendo didn't come out till well, okay. 91. What I was getting at is this the arcade, arcade version. version was before. That's why it came out technically before 1990, but in a version that... What I certainly am not aware of. Maybe you are, but don't. Yeah, it's not first part. I will tell you. Think about Super Nintendo. That's it, my clue. Don't worry about the arcade version. It's a Super Nintendo game. I wonder if Mario Paint. I'm just kidding. I don't know what. Wait, it's not first. Be. It's not first party. It's not beat 'em up. It's not action. It's not platformer. It's not RPG. Obviously. What the hell other? It's not sports. Not sports. If you figure out the genre, you're going to get it. But there's, I can't really. So it's its own. It's its own genre. It's not its own genre, but once you nail down the genre, I think you'll get it. Um, what other genres can there be? Is it a shooter? (gasps) It is. Uh oh, the light just went on. Wait. No, they don't make pachinko machines. No, I, I said they don't make pachinko machines. I know that. I was thinking Contra 3. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. No. Do, do you play as a human? <sighs> yes. <laughs> yes. I don't want to give too much away. Um, it's a shooter that's not made by Konami, so I don't know. I'll say you play as a human, okay? But I will help you out more on that if we run out of questions. Okay, that that makes absolutely no sense. But technically, yes, you play as a human. Technically, okay. Do I? 
You have four more before you have to guess. Oh, God. Do I... Oh. Are you... Are you... Do you... Do you... There's only four more questions. Do you pilot a vehicle? Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, three more. Is this... uh? Side scrolling? Yes. Oh god. You have two more. Did Tim own this game? He did. Shout out to Tim. Is it UN Squad? It <laughs> is. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. So what I was gonna say is yeah, Holy you crap. you play as a human, but really you're just the plane. So You're the plane, but I was gonna say you pick three different characters or something. There was three different yeah, planes, yeah, but they're yeah, characters. But you never other than the little oh Xboxes, you never see the humans. You're you're really <sighs> good job. I thought oh I stumped you there. Gosh, wow! So originally the rules for our twenty questions because we are not industry insiders was there had to be a game we actually like owned. No, no, no. Remember we said it doesn't have to be a game. But a game we own, we we've played that a you're lot, familiar something with. and you got it. So Holy clearly, crap! That's why I I think I was pushing you know the envelope there. But shout out to you, and I did that without any hints, really. Yeah, there were some questions where I was like, uh, the whole Gosh. thing, yeah. Apparently in 1989, there was an arcade version of UN Squadron. Was it the same game or was it That's what I'm saying, one? I don't know. Okay. But when I, say, when I look on Wikipedia, UN Squadron is wow. a 1989 side-scrolling when shooting game for the Nintendo, released by Capcom Super for Nintendo. the CPS arcade hardware. Okay. And then in 91, it 91 came out on was Super Nintendo. Nintendo. So it came out launching. September wow. 91, yeah, in North America. The funny thing was when I went towards Konami... My next question was going to be, not that I thought it was UN Squadron, but I was just trying to figure out who made the freaking game was, because I knew it was Capcom that made that game was, is this the company? Because it was either, everything back then was first party game, Konami or Capcom is what it seemed like, or Square. Square Soft yeah. back then, I yeah, guess it yeah. was. Um, man, oh, wow. Okay. That was good. Don't, j- j- yeah. Be kind. <laughs> I mean... That, that was that's fair game, right? That was we fair. said it that doesn't have to be a game because we once owned. once you said shooter and it was a vehicle. Because like, if it had to be a game, be UN squad. If it had to be a game we owned, I think I've asked in every round so far: Is this a game we owned? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be, but I wouldn't pick a game that you've never heard of, right? But hey, so Tim, if you're listening to this, we absolutely love going over <laughs> your house playing UN Squadron. Um, yeah, I mean, I never got into Galaga or anything like that that much. Xevious. We talk about Xevious on Zevious, Atari. Yeah. I mean, there's some good shooter games, but UN Squadron always stood out for me. I don't know why. Other than I Top Gun where you couldn't land side the side scro- freaking I mean, jet. I guess there's a lot of side-scrolling. A lot of the side-scrolling. Yeah, they were all space and aliens and stuff. This was more... I mean, some of the boss fights were ridiculous, but this was more... Uh, I don't want to use the term realistic, but... It was jets and stuff, not yeah. spaceships and right. And so, right, I, right. I was, I was steeped in a little game. bit of reality. I absolutely loved right. it, and I don't think we had any. There were some shooters for Genesis, but I don't think there was anything that was that good. That was something that Genesis definitely dropped the ball on with shooters, from what I remember. I, I, we didn't mean own shooters any. like shooters like that, uh, not like plain shooters. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, not P L A I N P L A N E jet. Never mind. Not oh, crap. Never mind. I'm going to say it now. I thought of a good... I thought of a game, and then I was about to say it, and then I thought, I don't want to say it because I may use it for 20 questions Mega later. Turkin? But now I've talked about it too much to where I just have to come out with it, but Contra Hardcore? Yeah. Remember that? 
Not not as was, good as uh, it was Super definitely not Contra Three or another Super one C or Contra. Spoiler alert: When we do our growing up Genesis, that's another one up there with Street. I mean, you love Championship Edition, but Street Fighter, um, Deadly Moves, Power Moves, Deadly, yeah, all those. But then <laughs> Abacab, Crusader Senti versus yeah. Zelda, and all these other knockoff yeah. Genesis games. That's right up there. That right. was not as good. It was as, not a real Contra game. Right. I, I would say Contra or <laughs> Contra is a Contra game. Yeah. Gunstar Heroes, which I gave a shout-out to last week, is more of a Contra game than Contra Hardcore, I would say. It's different, it's, yeah. but, man, that game was so good. And, you know, that's, if you didn't know, it's available on PS3 for 5 bucks. Like the, the original the Genesis, or like a remaster? No, the Genesis okay. version, yeah. You know, they, they came out with HD a, remaster of that. They came out with HD remaster of Rocket Knight. It wasn't HD remaster. It was a new version, it, and apparently it wasn't very good at all. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that's it for episode four. Appreciate everybody sticking with us. Uh, Obviously, you can find us on Twitter at two-player underscore co-op. That's the number two. Two? Player underscore C-O-O-P. Hey, guess what, guys? We are now available on Stitcher as well as iTunes. We're branching out. Uh, SoundCloud is coming. We don't have SoundCloud yet. Hopefully, by either the next episode or the one after that, we'll see. Um, I've, I've had some issues with getting my debit card stolen here lately, so that kind of makes it hard to, to branch out to, to paid services, honestly. But uh, SoundCloud's coming. We've uh, we've gotten some feedback that everybody really wants us on SoundCloud in addition to iTunes. So that's coming in the future. Uh, again, as we always say, please download this episode, subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher if you can do that. I'm not really that familiar no, with Stitcher, Stitcher yet, works. but we're available. Um, give us some reviews. We really need reviews on iTunes. That'll help us out a lot. Really appreciate everybody listening to us and uh, come along for this ride. We'll see you guys in episode five. Right. Sean, take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>